Blog Talk Radio. So today, I wanted to talk more about 
Healthy Habits. It's my 42nd episode. You can check all the other episodes that I have on on uh, iTunes and Block Talk Radio and Stitcher Radio. Today's topic is really going towards momentum. What do we need is momentum in 2018. We need something to get us going in the right direction. And one of the things that we have to think about is healthy habits. One of the, the other issues are what mindset am I going to have? What is my desire for commitment? One of the things I want to talk about today is habits. We all need to have increased awareness of our habits. Some we have that are good and some that we have that are not so good. And at this time, when we look at habits, there's been said 21 days it takes to get a habit started and then it becomes uh, automatic. And that was done by Dr. Maxwell, Maxwell Maltz. Uh, He did a study when he uh, was a plastic surgeon in the 1950s, and he checked out that it took 21 days for someone to really get, take notice after the plastic surgery on their nose, let's say, that they really enjoyed looking at their face for 21 days. They didn't, they weren't too crazy about their face the way it looked at first, and then it took three weeks before they really got used to their new face. Well, a study was done later on by Dr. Lally from London, and he basically uh, re-evaluated uh, the whole situation. How long does it really take for someone to keep a habit going and it sticks. Well, he basically said it takes about 66 days exactly for a habit to form and it become automatic where you don't even have to think about it anymore. So one of the other things I want to tell you about are some things that I investigated on the, on the website. One of them is called statisticsbrain.com, and they talked about resolutions and people's desires to keep the resolution beyond January and February. And these are some statistics that I found that might be interesting to all of you. And one of them is, it says your self-improvements or education-related solutions were done 44.3% of the time. Those are people that invested in self-improvement type resolutions. The second place was weight-related resolutions. These are people that were interested in doing weight-related resolutions, like losing weight, things of that sort. That was 33.4%. Um, Relationship-related uh, resolutions were 22.8%, almost 23%. Now, the percentage of people in their 20s who achieved a resolution each year was estimated to be 37.8% of the time. The percentage of people over 50 uh, that did the same thing were 16.3% of the time. Now, the length of resolutions uh, maintained by the first week 72.6% of people were able to do that through the first week. Uh, past two weeks, 68.4% of the people were able to complete the resolution. Past one month, it starts to go a little lower, 58.4%. And then past six months, it drops down 44.8%. Well, you may say to yourself, what does that all mean, Victor? What exactly is that saying? Well, that's saying that we realize that when we want to start something new, we can lose momentum, we can lose desire, we can uh, stay uncommitted because we don't know how to keep reinforcing the same habit over and over so that we continue the process. Maybe we're not fully buying into the process. And remember, this is not an event to do something new. It's a process. So when we're invested in something, we have to see why am I doing it, what's the purpose, What's the incentive? Why is it that I'm doing this to begin with? So that's important to understand. So 
So we know that it's a process, not an event. Always remember that when you're starting something new. You have to buy into the process and believe that it's necessary or beneficial to you. If you don't see something that's beneficial, it's not going to stay and it's not going to stick. Just think about that. It's not going to stay. It's not going to stick. Think about things in your life, things that you kept in your life, good habits. Let's say brushing our teeth. Why do we keep brushing our teeth? Because we know that promotes good health. Why do we take a shower? Because we're told that, but then we also see that it does do well because you don't want to hang out with somebody and they smell, right? You don't want to be the one that says, hey, you smell. So you definitely take a shower, right? But you see that the motivation is you do this for a reason. So the other issues that I want to talk about today are how do you maintain a healthy habit? Well, you maintain a healthy habit by creating a strong mindset. Like I said just a few seconds ago, you want to ask yourself, why is it that I'm doing this behavior? Now, why is it that everybody waits to the first of the year or sometime after the holidays to get started on a weight loss program? Well, the obvious is we've been eating all kinds of foods that may not be the best for us because we're trying to enjoy ourselves for the holidays because it is a festivious type of situation. We always want to have a good time. But then we realize, uh uh-oh, we can't let ourselves get to the point where we're not feeling good or looking good. So we start to do something new on the new year, new new year, new beginning, right? So those are some of the, the reasons why we get started. But then what happens is we start in January, we start going February. It's another uh, researcher I saw said that like around March or even April, you really start to see people stop doing all kinds of new behaviors that they might have started in January. People start seeing um, memberships to uh, workout places like Workout World and other places out there they see them that they're not really going back and to, the, to get their training done because maybe it's a, an issue of money now or maybe it's just their lack of involvement now. They, they don't like to put the effort. So the lack of effort over time, you know, it gets a little tiresome maybe. You, you don't want to go through that same routine over and over. So it is definitely, um, it can, you know, in, involve yourself being committed for a long period of time. And it's hard for some people to stay committed for a long period of time. We need something to keep us going. And I, I, have, I have a solution for that. And my solution is getting a partner along with your, let's say, weight loss program, your fitness program. When you do it with a buddy, a loved one, a significant other, it's amazing results that happen. I can tell you this from my own experience. When I lost weight, I lost weight more, more um, successfully when I lost weight with my wife. Uh, especially now with my vegan-ism uh, that I'm involved in. I've been involved in, as a vegan since July, and starting with her, I think that also helps me get through. She helps me, motivates me, I motivate her. So her and I together really help each other out with that process. So that's really important. Having someone else involved in that particular approach really makes you become more successful. All right, folks, I'm just going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue with this discussion. If you want to call in Getting Healthy Today, Lock Talk Radio Program, you can call in at 215-383-3984. That's, once again, 215-383-3984 if you want to talk uh, and give us a call. Mayim Bialik, and you probably know me from The Big Bang Theory, where I play neurobiologist Amy Farrah Fowler. 
Well, in real life, I'm actually a trained neuroscientist who spent seven years of my life working towards a PhD specializing in obsessive compulsive disorder. My research for my thesis confirmed a significant personal connection for me with OCD. OCD is real, as are anxiety, depression, and panic disorder. I know about those as well. I also know way too much about bipolar disorder, suicidal depression, and a host of other conditions I've come in close contact with in my life. But my interest and involvement in the world of mental illness didn't start in graduate school. I come from a family full of a phenomenal set of skills and also a tremendous amount of struggle. Many in my family have lived with mental illness without help or support. As hard as it is to live with a mental health condition and not get help, it's also hard to love someone with a mental health condition when we don't know how to help. As I left my parents' home and went out into the world, I learned that people who struggle with mental health conditions are to be found in every corner of the globe, in every racial and ethnic group, and from poor and rich families alike. No family is immune from mental health conditions, and it's a rare and blessed gift to be able to get help when you or a loved one need it. I've turned to NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, as a resource for myself and those I love for years. NAMI is a nonprofit organization whose goal it is to provide support and information to those living with mental health conditions or loving someone who's living with a mental health condition. NAMI does this through support groups, my personal favorite, fundraisers, public service announcements aimed to remove the stigma from mental illness, advocacy, and helplines to give you support if you or a loved one need it. It's not easy to talk about mental health conditions, but I know too many people I love who did not get help in time. And that's why I've chosen to speak out with NAMI and spread the message that I am stigma-free and everyone deserves to get the help and support they need. And NAMI can help you do that. Please consider being a part of NAMI's mission. All right, you just heard Maya Balik from the Big Bang Theory. She talked about NAMI and wanting your support for National Alliance of Mental Illness. Um, it's a great program. It's a great organization. They help people, uh, families, uh, be able to get education necessary to help their loved ones with those different issues, bipolar, schizophrenia, all kinds of different mental health conditions. So you can also check out the other episodes I've had about mental illness. If you're interested in learning more about different mental illnesses, please check my Block Talk Radio site at blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today for more information about those kinds of conditions and other health-related topics. So let's go back to habits. We've been talking about habits. I just spoke about a few minutes ago before the break about the need to involve yourself with a partner, getting involved with someone that can actually motivate you to the next level. Sometimes when you're with somebody and they're helping you along the way and they're a part of the same process you are, it just kind of lifts you up another level, another dimension. It really pushes you to the next phase of your situation because maybe by yourself you're not really as motivated sometimes. It's always good to have that partner pushing you to the next level. Maybe when you're down they could bring you up and vice versa. You could do that for them as well. Now, if you define the word habit, the word habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that it's hard to give up. That's what a habit is. And like I said before, researchers like Dr. Lally uh, from London said it takes anywhere between 18 to 250 days to have an automatic habit take place. So think about that. Anything that you've done in your life that you do it without thinking about it, that was created through conditioning of a certain response that you've done. And doing that routine over and over and over 
where it becomes second nature. So it's absolutely necessary that we remind ourselves that the mindset has to be, I'm doing this because, like, for instance, in myself, I'm vegan right now because of my own choice, not because of anybody pushing me in that direction. I was all, I mean, that's a big choice to make, and it's, it's a difficult one to do as well, and it's challenging. So I wouldn't do this if I didn't mean to do it. I wasn't like someone said, hey, you need to do this or else. So when I did it, I really saw the benefits. I look back and I look at the research that I did to find out what vegan uh, lifestyle is all about, and I saw all the benefits that it does give me, just like you do about losing weight or increasing your muscle mass or improving your muscle tone. You see the benefits that it may improve your sports performance or just your overall look. It has health benefits for you. Eating certain foods that are high in fiber uh, and protein, those are things that improve the body's way it works and the way it processes things. So in my situation, I chose that because I saw the health benefits. I have a heart condition. I have two in my heart. I've had history of uh, uh, what's it called? The pulmonary embolisms. I've had it twice in my life. I've had uh, BVTs. I've had all kinds of different medical issues. And since being a vegan, I've seen different changes in my body that, you know, I don't have a problem with energy anymore because I lost weight and I, I'm eating different. So those are all things that have improved my whole lifestyle. And I've kept it up because I see the benefits that it it does bring me. So in order to keep this habit, like I said, it's changing my, it's become more aware of what you're doing that could be causing you not to stay focused on what you're doing. You want to take notice of how you're feeling when it comes to something new. There's always going to be adjustment to something new. Uh, there's something that I always talk to people that I work with in mental health, and I talk to them about stages of change. And one of the things about stages of change is that there's different stages that we go through. So when I talk about that, I have a recording on this. If you're interested, you know, definitely get in touch with me on that. It, the stages uh, come from the, it comes from De Clemente and Prochaska, who are uh, people that in, studied the people's desire to change and whatnot. And one of the things they saw in addictive people is they go through different stages. They go through pre-contemplative stage where they say, I don't want to change because I don't even know I need to change. So they're totally unaware of change and that it's necessary. Then they go into what's called contemplative stage where they, just, they have a decisional balance. They see the pros and cons of changing and what that can do for them. But they're not fully convinced yet that this is something they, can sh they should continue doing. And then comes the other part, which is action, which is where I'm at with my vegan lifestyle, the action stage, where I'm actually doing it, I'm buying into it, I like it, I'm embracing it. Those are all parts of stages of change that a person needs to go through. Then we go into uh, the other stage, which is uh, maintenance. But before that, I apologize, before action, it's preparation, action, then it's maintenance. And then you have to uh, go against the idea of going back to your old behavior, which is a relapse. So you want to be careful of that. Uh, what are some behavior patterns that could bring you back to your old ways? So when we get into bad habits, it's, we forget about the fundamentals of what we were doing. So we forget about doing the, the same behavior over and over and then giving us this result. And we have to keep going and managing our emotions that can get in the way of being able to get to that next 
level and being able to perform better. The other issue is being satisfied with the current situation. A lot of times we want everything to happen all at once, and that's a, an unfortunate thing that we all do as humans. We want immediate success. We want immediate gratification. And when that happens, uh, we don't feel like we're making any, any strides towards success when we actually are making strides to success. I mean, also success is getting through the first part of a new change that you make. So today, if you're doing something new and you're trying to lose weight and it sucks because sometimes when you're losing weight, you're not used to feeling that hunger pain or something because you're not used to eating less or eating differently, uh, that's going to put a strain on you because you want it to go away, and it will. And then you just have to kind of push yourself to the next level, and then after a while, that pain that you have will go away because you've been able to manage it, and time has is, is, is been able to help you on that. So important here is stick to it. No matter what it looks like in front of you, that it, it looks like it's going in, the, in a sour direction, in a bad direction, it's going south, keep going north. Keep going ahead. Keep pushing yourself as much as possible and be motivated that, you know what, if you keep pushing forward and you keep doing what you're supposed to do and you follow every part of the process that you were taught, you will continue to be successful. And no matter what obstacle comes your way, it's just a bump that you manage and you keep moving forward. I mean, honestly, if you had to swerve a, uh, to not hit an animal, you wouldn't just stop unless you hit the animal, obviously, but you would keep going. So it's the same, same situation here. You're going to keep going. Never let up. Always push forward no matter what the obstacle is in front of you. So that's having that strong mindset and staying committed to your choices that you've made because you made those choices for a reason. It's not that it was a bad choice, but it's a hard choice, and that's the one that you want to stick with. A lot of times when there's a hard choice and things are not going the way you want it and the way you planned it, you have a tendency to give up and say no more. I don't want to do this anymore. It's not happening for me. And that's when you really got to decide, hey, I'm not going to give up because that's a part of me that needs to grow and you need to make that breakthrough. That's how people get through the process of a breakthrough. They can do that because of that. All right, folks. I hope everybody's enjoyed this broadcast. Um, The last thing I want to tell you, though, is check out my five principles of health, of good health. And the first one is physiological The second one is psychological. The third is social. The fourth is emotional. And the fifth is spiritual. You need to look at all five of those areas of your life and make sure that they are going in a healthier direction. And try to always make an attempt to go after all those five areas and aspects of good health that can improve your everyday living experience. Okay? I hope everybody has a wonderful 2018. I hope you've enjoyed this broadcast. And don't forget to check me out at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And you can check out me on YouTube. And I'm also on Blog Talk Radio, www.blogtalkradio.com, Getting Healthy Today, where you can check all my episodes. All these episodes, after it's finished, goes right back to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other places uh, that have these type of radio broadcasts. And you can also reach out to me at vruiz at comcast.net. You can drop an email, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. All right, buddy. Everybody, check it out next week. We're going to be on at 11.30 a.m. to 12 again at the same place, Getting Healthy Today, Block Talk Radio Program. Have a nice day, everybody. Take care.
As you all know, I've been a huge AdvoCare supporter for a long time. I've used AdvoCare products since 2002, my second year in the NFL. How time has flown by. Certainly, I can attribute a lot of my success around the AdvoCare products and around being part of Team AdvoCare. The motto at AdvoCare is we build champions. And certainly, I'm one of those individuals who's very self-motivated. And when it's all said and done, I want to be a part of a team that's a championship team. And I know I have that with the New Orleans Saints, and I certainly know I have that with the AdvoCare family as well. It's a great feeling and certainly a great opportunity to be the national spokesperson for AdvoCare. I take it as a great responsibility and certainly a great amount of pride, not only in representing the product and the AdvoCare name, but also the thousands of distributors who are working tirelessly every day to show the world what a great company AdvoCare is, what a great family it is, and obviously what a great product they provide. All right, you just heard Drew Brees, and I'd just like to thank all of you, my Facebook Live viewers, and my Block Talk Radio viewers of Getting Healthy Today, Block Talk Radio program. Thank you so much for being here this morning, and I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your sports out there, everybody. NFL playoffs coming today and tomorrow. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Have a wonderful and healthy week. I hope to see you and hear you. Uh, I hope you listen to the show next week at www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash Getting Healthy Today, and don't forget to follow me on that website. Take care, everybody.